Profiles in Cinemania Ian Holm Sir Ian Holm Cuthbert, star of stage and screen, was well known for his numerous sci-fi, fantasy, and Shakespearean roles. He had the look of a reasonable and level-headed everyman who probably will not betray you to a flesh-scouring space monstrosity. But maybe. This endeared him to lovers of space monstrosities and surprise reveals everywhere. Born September 11, 1931 in Essex, England to Scottish parents, Ian Holm grew up in a medical family. His mother, Jean Holm, was a nurse, and his father, Dr. James Harvey Cuthbert, a psychiatrist. Dr. Cuthbert was superintendent of a medical hospital and remarkable for being one of the pioneers of electroconvulsive therapy, the effects of which are only slightly less detrimental to one's brain than a viewing of naked lunch. Following as typical and uneventful a childhood as anyone can have had as the child of an experimental psychiatrist, Holm earned admission to the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts in 1950, where he graduated in 1953 and eventually became a member. Holm made his stage debut with the Royal Shakespeare Company in 1954, and more stage roles followed. Unfortunately, in 1976, during a production of The Iceman Cometh, Holm fell victim to a crippling case of stage fright. He did not return to the theater for 14 years, though he continued to take on television and film roles, presumably none of which were filmed in front of a live studio audience. Holm began his screen career with minor roles in various BBC television series and films. He played the role of Napoleon Bonaparte on three separate occasions. Holm was perhaps chosen for this role due to his somewhat diminutive stature. Standing only five feet four inches tall, Holm was an obvious choice to play Napoleon. On a side note, historical documents show that Bonaparte was actually around 5'5 five five to 5'6, five which was average male height at the time. The whole Napoleon is short trope started as a confusion between French and English units, then continued as a smear campaign by his enemies and has stuck around for centuries. Historical fact has nothing on a sick burn. Notably, among his many roles, Holm electrified audiences in two adaptations of the 1819 novel Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. In 1968, he played both Victor Frankenstein and his monster in Mystery and Imagination Frankenstein. And in 1994, he played Frankenstein's father, Baron Frankenstein, in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Meaning that, in a manner of speaking, he played all the parts of Frankenstein's monster. Perhaps he found the combination of medical experimentation and electricity somewhat familiar. We in the Cinemania community know Holm best for his sci-fi roles. One of his most famous roles being that of science officer Ash in Ridley Scott's 1979 film Alien. The reveal that the character was an android sleeper agent was only a continuation on this theme of playing electrically animated flesh golems. We would add a spoiler alert here, but if you think you can wait 43 years to watch a movie and not encounter any spoilers beforehand, I won't lie to you about your chances. But you have my sympathies. Holmes' fame and contributions to Cinemania grew in 1997 when he was cast in the film's Fifth Element and The Sweet Hereafter, the latter of which saw him nominated for no less than seven Best Actor awards, three of which he won and two of which awarded him second and third place. Holmes is perhaps best known for his portrayal of Hobbit Bilbo Baggins in The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit trilogies, a role he fit into perfectly. These movies were not his first foray into the Tolkien universe, as he had previously voiced Frodo Baggins in a BBC radio adaptation of the novels, a role he surely earned by merit rather than height. Terry Gilliam, whose films are a well-known cause of cinemania, cast home in his 1981 film Time Bandits, 
and again in his 1985 film, Brazil. Gillian was not the only director accused of causing cinemania to notice Holm. David Cronenberg cast Holm in Naked Lunch in 1991, and in 1999 called on Holm again for his film, Existence. Existence, for the record, is stylized with a lowercase e and capital X at the beginning, as well as a capital Z at the end. This spelling alone caused a minor case of cinemania in the author of this article, despite having zero knowledge of the film. Holmes' acting credits are too numerous to list in their entirety. He was able to bring to life any character he portrayed, not just the undead and androids. He's been described as a character actor with star quality. No matter the role, be it dramatic or comedic, stoic or slapstick, historical or futuristic, Holm was never in over his head. Though he was, on at least three occasions, literally in up to his neck. Anything for the craft, right? Holm excelled at playing villains, as he could project an air of level-headedness while being a bit off just below the surface. Some notable and challenging roles in his villainous repertoire include Olympic coach Musabini in Chariots of Fire, pedophile Charles Lewis Carroll Dodgson in Dream Child, Nazi propagandist Joseph Goebbels in Inside the Third Reich, and the greatest villain of the lot, Chef Skinner, in Pixar's Ratatouille. But can one claim to be a truly great actor in this day and age without having voiced at least one Pixar character? After playing multiple Frankensteins, Napoleons, and Filthy Hobbitses, Holm is a classic example of being so good at something that people want you to keep on doing it. He would never have been so forward as to admit it, but his audience loved him and kept wanting him back time after time. If his numerous awards were not proof enough of this, his 1998 knighthood for services to drama certainly was. Despite his immense success and numerous accolades, Holm was a private person. He was hesitant to speak about himself or his craft, and would often duck away when recognized in public. Eventually, writer Steve Jacoby was able to get Holm talking when they collaborated on his biography. After his role as Bilbo, he gradually acclimated to the increase in his fame and recognition, and would speak with fans more easily. Sadly, Sir Ian shuffled off this mortal coil in June of 2020 at the age of 88 due to complications from Parkinson's. He's survived by a widow, three ex-wives, an ex-girlfriend of 15 years, five children, and eight grandchildren. Rather a small family by Hobbit standards. Ian Holmes' memory will live on in his works and in the cinemania they have inspired. This has been another Profile in Cinemania. This episode was written and performed by Hope Bravo. Yes, that's my real name. Mixed and mastered by Ethan Ireland. Music by Meteor at meteormusic.bandcamp.com. Profiles in Cinemania is a product of the Cinemania Society, LLC.